Hi everyone and welcome to another WBN Conversations with Rach and today I'm here with Nathaniel Wallace from Wallace Computer Solutions and Nathaniel's based in Dalwollanyu and he's a wheat belt born and bred boy so he's started his business here and um, there's some um, pretty cool story around that. I've sort of done a little bit of, you were a hard person to find online Nathaniel um, as an IT person or having owned an IT company, um, yeah. all the guys that we had, tell you what, they were bloody hard to find online as well. So it must be, must come with the territory. But um, yeah, so just tell us a bit about, um, he started from a, obviously very entrepreneurial because he started from a very young age. Um, so yeah, tell us how you got started and yeah, okay, love to hear it. Yeah, all right, no, thank you. Yeah, so that's right. So no, I do claim to be a a country boy. I was even born in the hospital in, in Dalwollany, which is uh, currently a block and a half away from us. Um, wow. I was still doing uh, births here in the in the early 80s. So um, <laughs> that, that, that was me. Went to school um, in Dalwollany and then for year 11 and 12, um, I did a distance education and then part of year 12, um, I actually did a small business um, enterprise uh, course um, and uh, sort of part of that process was a requirement to actually do create a business plan for a for a for a business um, I was able to win a competition actually for that and uh, as, as you do you just think you know there's there's about you know 50 applicants per state or something like that there so you know it was a bit of a luck of the draw that I was able to, to win it but then actually found okay. out that there was about three and a half thousand applicants Australia wide. And I talked one of the guys that I went to a national thing with um, one of the guys in that I shared with. Um, out of his class of 32, his teacher only sent in two of the business plans. So there was probably a little bit more uh, than that. That was run by Australia Post back in 1999. So yeah, sort of yep. I kicked off the business at the end of year 12. Um, so yeah, we're coming up on the 3rd of October this year. We'll be um, in business for uh, starting our 23rd year. Hey, that's a fantastic achievement. And I mean, so many businesses struggle to, you know, make it through that first five years. Um, it's, that's an absolutely remarkable achievement, yeah. Um, I loved going through your website. I loved the values that you had there. And I'd just like to read these out because um, I think like looking, I've got a little small business still as well. And I think these are values that as business owners, we should really strive to, to achieve. So yeah. Nathaniel's um, values are excellence, doing a great job all the time, integrity, very important, doing the right thing even when no one is looking, professionalism, quality service and support in everything we do, and hard work, because you know nothing's easy. We keep going till the job is done. So I just on, on those, I just wanted to ask you um like how do you you've got quite a big team as well. And just to how you go about keeping those values going in the business and 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 finding staff that actually meet with those values and that sort of thing so and building your team around that yeah yeah no that's that i think that's your last point i think is probably the key point and that's um having the staff that basically align with those mm -hmm. values um so we do talk about the values um on a regular basis within the organization um but one of the key things that we do do is any prospects 
any um, staff that are actually looking to, to join the team. That's pretty much the first email that goes out to them is it says, this is our values. This is what we're looking for. Yeah. This is where you need to do. If if this aligns with where you're at, then continue reading further and then we go into the profiling and all the rest Perfect. of it. But yeah, that's that's definitely a very important part to, to kick off on that right foot um, yeah. to say that this is what we are expecting um, of our staff. Um, and if you're going to join the team, then obviously uh, you, you need to align with these sorts of things. Um, we're definitely not a nine to five business. Um, so that yeah. hard work has probably come in from, from just me just having to make it work. So I sort of have that <laughs> expectation on the staff. Um, yeah. And also it's one of those things with being out in the country, often you're traveling. So you you know, you, you've got to go to Muck and Budden or Wagen or, you know, yeah. Lehman or something, a couple hundred Ks away. Um, it's already cost for the customer. So we just need to stay there until it's done. And if that means we have to work a bit late, then that's what we actually um, have yeah. to do. And I think also the other thing that um, is really big for us is that um, excellence as well. A lot of people think, oh, it's just sort of like a small, you know, country business. It's probably, you know, a little bit of a backyard IT business, which is probably more so what you see out in the country. Um, we have very high expectations of our service delivery and our, and our staff. Um, and I think that's, um, you know, the growth that we've had and the business that we've been able to retain uh, reflects that, but also it's, it's one of those things we've had people um, apply for jobs and they thought oh, that would be sort of a nice cushy job out in the mm. country where <laughs> I'll just have to help someone, you know, set up an email address or install a computer and move some data across and they don't actually realise the the breadth of, of work that we actually do. Yeah. So, And um, then the challenges that we have out like the, you know, yeah. internet connections. Yes, and, all, mm. all of those, all of those fun things. So yeah, def <laughs> definitely internet, especially with uh, especially in the last, uh, you know, 24 months with a lot more uh, working from home and working remotely. We've been yes. pretty lucky in WA, relatively speaking, for that, that we've been able to mostly function. Uh, but, yeah, definitely it's added in uh, challenges that a lot of businesses haven't had to deal with um, before before yep. COVID came to town. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Claire, I mean, moving from the traditional where businesses would have a server and, you know, the workstations connected to the server seems, you know, that's that's sort of, and it changed so quickly. That's what I can't, be, you know, believe is that um, that really changed um, quite quite quickly the move from, and, and to manage services, which is what um, yep. Nathaniel provides. And I guess um, managed services, a lot of people don't understand what that is and how it can really benefit a business as well. So... Tell us a bit about um, those services. Yeah, so just to give you an example of that there. So the managed services is really designed to deliver a specific solution for you in a way that's going to be scalable um, from, from our point of view to make it so it's it's cost effective for the end user um, to be able to, to manage and do. So one of the things that we manage uh, for most of our local government customers um, and our medical centre customers and a few businesses is their firewall. Um, so mm. by having everything set up, configured and, and managed um, appropriately with the right tools, um, you know, certain changes um, came into place with one of our line of business applications. So we needed to change, uh, you know, 16 or 18 
firewalls for these new changes that were coming up at a specific period of time. So usually yeah. that would mean you'd have to log in, go through there, manually change, update some security settings and some IP addresses, and away you go. And you know, it might take 15 minutes to half an hour per device. Um, the benefit of everything set up correctly through a managed service provider is that we can remotely manage and maintain mm -hmm. them all at the same time simultaneously. So about one hour of work on the back end, everything gets pushed out to the actual firewalls, everything's all updated um, straight away. So yeah. it gives us scalability as well that we can actually provide a better service faster and more efficiently um, by the way we actually do things so you know there might be some new updates or patches or programs that need to be installed um, yep. you know we did a antivirus update uh, this was a couple of years ago um, but yeah we went through and updated about 250 computers in in one hour just with yeah. some scripts that we were able to able to run um, across yeah. And it just saves, um, I just know from experience where with by having someone that, you know, and quite often it's done, you know, sort of in the background. Yes. Um, it can yep. pick up hardware failure before it happens. Yep. And, there, you know, it, there is nothing worse than someone's systems going down and the cost involved with that. So just that little bit of work done continually yep. um, can save a shit ton of work afterwards that's, that's right <laughs> yeah, and that's a lot like we just had it yeah just had it just had an issue yesterday with some storage running out on a on a server so again you know it had sort of run out fairly quickly i think someone had been copying some some video files to the actual server <laughs> so but it was within you know 12 hours we've sort of gone from 10 to 5 to 1 percent of free space uh, <laughs> left so again you know by we got those alerts First yeah. thing the next morning, it was it was resolved, and that's the other thing as well is that the MSP model is basically being proactive, looking for issues, looking yes, for problems, exactly. checking those sorts of things, getting alerts for them. So instead of you having to call up and and say, you know, my computer's not working, I can't save anything to the shared drive, um, you know, yeah. this is what's actually happening. We're, we're being able to be proactive with those things yep. and sort of be ahead of the ball instead of you, oh, we've just ran out of space, we need to now order another hard drive to give you some more storage on the server. We need to be aware of that well before time yeah, exactly. so we can alert so you to the fact. Yeah, mm. yeah. I want to hear about the whiskey story. Oh, the whiskey story. Well, <laughs> well, the, whis the whiskey story, I, I have, um, I've, I've spoken to a few people about this, but I, I can only speak to someone about this once they're actually bought me at least two good whiskies so <laughs> that's 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 it is i'll just i just have to make it happen somehow yeah that's right yeah. all right um what what are some of the biggest changes you've seen because you know technology is just changing every bloody five minutes seems all we have to upgrade and yep. windows bring out a new operating system which gives everyone the shits and yes yeah so absolutely what are some of the what are some of the biggest changes you've seen? Yeah, I was just thinking about that because that's probably a good thing. So probably the the single biggest change is really in relation to the internet and the internet connection speed. So yeah. when I um, first started in uh, in '99, um, a few people, if they're old enough, uh, will remember the old Bankshire Wave modems that they used to run at a a massive 33.6 kilobits per second. And for all the young people that are listening at the moment. Um, that's 0 0.03 megabits uh, per <laughs> second. So, so that was the fastest it could go. That was the maximum. Take you two speed. weeks to upload a video. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, 
so that's whereas now we're often seeing you know 50 megabits per second 100 megabits mm. per second those sorts of connections obviously some businesses and those sorts of things are even getting faster but you know 50 yeah. 50 to 100 uh, megabits per second compared to 0 0.03 um, for a for a business organization is um, probably the most amount of change and then obviously that there has enabled so many more things um, as well with with that ability to be able to move things to the cloud as I said uh, I would say probably the majority of businesses now have their accounting system in the cloud you know mm -hmm. they use uh, Quicken or Reckon or or um, QuickBooks yeah. you know and there's other mm -hmm. yep zero there's a number of different products um, out there whereas obviously in the past that was sort of never an option and that was even probably you know six or eight years ago there was probably very few people that had their accounting system um, accessible from anywhere and the benefits of that um, people that are using it would be aware is that you know our accountants are based in New South Wales um, mm. and they have direct access to our information they can see everything that's actually happening they can run their reports very easily um, yeah. so any funny stories that come to mind over, um, you know, I know, oh, you know, I could tell you quite a few that would make you laugh as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, tell us some something that's that's stuck in your mind that that's happened. Well, it's it's not so much a, a funny story. I was trying to think about this here before, mm. uh, but there's one thing that's sort of a, a challenge that came up that I still think is quite amusing for me, um, but also it changed our process and. I can still remember it getting a call from a CEO after Christmas many years ago um, and the internet wasn't working something like that there so trying to troubleshoot over the phone and I can still remember um, talking to the CEO and I said oh it's probably it was you know there's only one router modem in the box so I surely can't be too hard to find it's about I think I said it's probably about shoulder height or something like that um, Unfortunately, I'm six one, and the CEO is about five five. So my shoulder height and his shoulder height was something significantly different. So about fifteen minutes later, finally we had it, um, and then that was we all got them all up and running. But I said I just couldn't work out how it was going to take us this long. Anyway, it was a CEO, so I had to try to walk him through all the different possibilities and get the details. And that yep. was, you know, back when we it was probably early twenty tens or that sort of thing. So the video calls weren't really a thing. Yeah. But after that, after that, there, uh, that was the thing I decided. So all of our um, network cabinets, um, once we redo them, are all color coded. So uh, a pink perfect. cable is is the one that goes to the internet. So usually, <laughs> green is for computers and phones have different ones, and yeah. printers and yeah. network devices have something. But that also enables us from a uh, troubleshooting point of view. Generally, yeah. we just say, okay, follow the pink cables. Can you see those? Okay, where what, what's that connected Brilliant. to? Okay, one end's connected to the switch. Okay, where does the other end go? Oh yeah, that box is your internet. You need to turn that off and and turn that back on again. So uh, yeah. that was cool. a uh, a bit of a frustrating <laughs> occurrence, but um, it was sort of one that sort but of made a bit more change. sense. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. so um so how how often do you ask people to um restart restart the modem or? <laughs> Yeah. Have you tried restarting? That's and right. how well, often does that fix a problem? <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Thankfully, it does fix the problem fairly regularly. Um, most of our sites now, we actually try to have multiple internet connections. So if one's down, we have remote access to potentially be able to, to restart it. With a lot of the software and tools that we've got, we've got 
multiple different ways to to skin the cat, so to speak. So yeah. we still have to yeah. do it, do it from time to time. But yeah, a lot of the times now we'll just do a video call um, with, so the, with the with the person. We can walk them through exactly what they actually need to. We can see it in real time. Um, what's yeah. actually happening and, and where it is. And sometimes something's been moved or been pushed back or it's not actually as accessible. Um, or or the, particularly the the end user is not that confident. You know, they're going yeah. into the server rack and it's just like, yeah. it does happen from time to time, but usually it's not um, so much of an issue now with uh, uh, video calling uh, makes a lot of that a little bit less, a little it bit does, less painful yes. to, to go through. Yes, yep. no, thank God for those increased fees on the internet then. Yes, eh? <laughs> yes, absolutely, yes. Um, all right, and probably a final one to wrap up the, you know, the social media trend. Um, as I mentioned, you were yep. very hard to find. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so does, you know, what's your take on it? Okay, well, this is this is something that um, I'm, I'm reasonably passionate about and, um I'm not a big fan of social media. Um, if and and most of this is is actually in relation to kids on social media. Um, mm. If you have not read anything from Jonathan Haidt, um, he's a, a university lecturer out of the US. Um, you should probably do that. Okay, good on you. Yep. So you, you're not using it for the business either. You're not using any team. Oh, so I, to... Yeah, the only thing I am on, I'm on LinkedIn. Oh, yes. um, yep. which is just a little bit just to keep in touch and mostly business sort of sort of yeah. things um but um yeah it's primarily the you know um twitter just seems to be a bit of a disaster mm. most of the time um yeah, and then it's, you know face, facebook there's lots of bits and pieces uh, on facebook i think also i know a lot of businesses actually use it but um uh, the business most of our customers are, are businesses and those sorts yeah. of things. Um, so LinkedIn's so perfect. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it's horses for courses as well. You've yes. got to you've got to find what suits, you know, and, and it's going back to those values and what mm -hmm. fits with, you know, your your values and and um and how you operate and, and your customers as well. So yep. um yep. definitely that's you know, it's it's individual. It's yes, know, it's like everything. But yep. Yes. All right. Well, I won't take up any more of your time and I'll thank you so much for agreeing to come and have a chat and yeah. No problem and, and hopefully, we, hopefully we can uh, catch up for that for that whiskey. In, oh, that's in, right. I'm dying to hear future. the whiskey story yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a trip no, out to Dalwell News on the cards. Yeah, that's right. No, sounds good. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks so much, Nathaniel. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you for listening to today's WBN Member Conversations podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you're interested about the Wheatbelt Business Network or would like to become a member, head on over to our website, www.wheatbeltbusinessnetwork.com.au or you can look us up on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn to check out our upcoming events or webinars.